Chapter 2, Harvard University, 2016 Logan sat on Finn's bed, the mattress bare. The walls were stripped of all signs that Finn had ever been there. The speed limit 55 sign he had found in a parking lot. The pictures tacked on the wall of him and his brother, his family, the team winning championships, and Logan's favorite. He stared at the place on the wall where it had been. He could still see a bit of blue tack there, forever hardened into the white paint. It was a picture of Finn and him, taken by someone else, one of their teammates, at the party the team had thrown after they won. They were both grinning like all hell in the picture, and Finn's arm was thrown over Logan's shoulders, standing behind him a little, his hand pressed to Logan's chest. Logan could still feel it, Finn warm all along his back. He remembered hoping Finn couldn't feel his beating heart. Lo, can you stop looking so mopey for two seconds, please? Logan blinked, snapped out of it to look back at Finn. He had his Ray-Bans pushed into his red hair and was chewing his gum loudly, as usual. The summer sun had already made his cheeks a little pink at the top. He looked lean and strong in his NASA logo t-shirt and jean shorts, sweating a little from moving boxes all morning in the new summer heat. Finn was leaving, was the thing. Finn wasn't a senior anymore. He was a draftee of the Gryffindor Lions. Finn was going, going, gone. I'm not mopey, Logan said, picking at a mattress thread. Finn huffed out a laugh, zipping a suitcase closed. <laughs> Could have fooled me. He snapped his gum and hauled the suitcase and his hockey bag up by their straps easily. He pulled his sunglasses down over his eyes. All right, last two. Hold the doors for me, eh? Logan took one last look around the room as he stood. You're not even going to say goodbye? Finn laughed. You're so fucking sentimental. I've got the party tonight, and I've got one more night here. Yeah, in my room, Logan said. Exactly. Finn turned to the side, and Logan could see just a sliver of his brown eyes. Some of the boys called him Bambi for. It wasn't enough to read his expression. Plenty of time to say goodbye. Finn finished and then turned all the way towards the door. Come on, I don't want to carry this all by myself. That's because you're lazy, Logan said over a catch in his throat. Finn had a way of making him feel perfectly at home and blazingly nervous all at once. It gave him whiplash. He couldn't get enough of it. Facts. Finn hiked his stick bag up on his shoulder with a grin and opened the door. They loaded the car and made sure they would be able to pull out easily the next morning without having to wake up any of the other guys. When they were done, Logan left it as a problem to face the next morning. He didn't want to think about Finn leaving. He didn't want to think about spending next year his senior year without him. He wanted to get a little drunk tonight, hang out with his friends, and have Finn in his bed. Maybe not in the way he wanted, but it was something. I'm gonna miss this shithole house. Finn sighed as they walked back up the stone steps to Omega Kappa Nu, or the hockey house as the rest of the campus called it, together. Logan scoffed, gesturing up at the iconic columns and the double-decker wraparound porch. Hawkhouse is anything but a shithole. Finn laughed. Easy for you to say, you got the best room in the place. 
Logan smiled, thinking about his corner room on the top floor, windows covering both walls. She's a beaut, eh? Yeah, she is. But only because I get her for one night. The reminder made Logan's stomach flip. He cleared his throat. Yeah, well, you better not kick in your sleep. Even if I didn't, I'd kick you. Logan shoved him as they reached the house, and the heavy wooden double doors propped open by one of Logan's socks shoved underneath it as a doorstop. Gross, Finn said, pointing. He told me to help you with the doors. Finn rolled his eyes, but threw an arm around Logan's shoulders. All right, let's take your car to get the booze, yeah? You got your fake? Oh, that's right, no one ever believes yours. Fuck off. Logan groaned, and Finn laughed, tossing Logan his keys. The party was in full swing, the sun down and hanging lanterns lit, and Logan was pleasantly buzzed. He had a red cup in his hand full of rum and coke, and he could see Finn across the patio, feet dangling in one of the blow-up pools that one of the boys had bought and filled. He was laughing, a Harvard hat flipped backwards, keeping his hair out of his face. Logan sighed and drained the last of his cup, ducking back into the house for some more. He got a few slaps on the back along the way and smiled back. The kitchen was actually pretty empty, everyone having gone outside to escape the heat. But the liter coke was empty too. Logan sighed, picking up the bottle by its cap and bouncing the plastic on the counter a few times, as if that would fill it back up. Wingardium Cokeosa! said a voice in his ear, and Logan snorted, before spinning and smacking Finn with the bottle hard on his arm. Fuck me! Finn hissed, rubbing his arm. His own drink had sloshed against his shirt, leaving a dark stain on the hem. Tremsy! Logan laughed, pushing himself up to sit on the counter beside the sink. There's no more coke, isn't it funny? Where'd all these fucking- He gestured around. People come from drinking my rum and coke. Here, Finn said, and suddenly Finn's cup was pressed against Logan's lips. Logan's eyes widened in surprise for a moment, then narrowed suspiciously. Drink, Finn said softly. They were closer now, Finn almost between Logan's thighs. He was taller than Finn like this, level with his soft brown eyes. Go ahead. Logan could smell the sickly sweet soda, and he let Finn tilt the drink into his mouth slowly. There was only an inch or so left, and Logan drank easily, the bite of the rum hot on his tongue. Finn pulled it back at the last second and drained the last centimeter himself, mouth where Logan's had been. So you've been drinking my rum and coke, Logan said hoarsely. Guilty, Finn replied, and Logan thought he saw his eyes dart to his own mouth. His own did the same instinctively. Fact. Logan parroted and pretended to himself that he could lean in right then and kiss Finn on the mouth. Finn's nose scrunched and then he smiled and looked behind him. Promised court a game of Pong, eh? See you later? Logan's heart did a little twist. Court. Courtney Bleeker. Logan would do anything to poof that girl out of existence. Her hands all over Finn all of the time. I'm not sleeping on sheets you fucked Courtney Bleeker on. Logan said, looking down into his empty cup. Finn's smile dropped, surprised, then he raised his eyebrows. Jesus, Logan, who said anything about that? I said I'm going to play beer pong. I'm just telling you, you might be sleeping in my room, but don't do that. What, you got plans? Finn bit back. What if I do? 
Finn's mouth formed a hard line. Well, have fun then. He turned and went into the living room without looking back. Logan threw his cup in the direction of the trash can maybe too hard and let the screen door bang behind him as he went back outside. He didn't want them to fight on their last day together. It was three in the morning and people were filing out to other parties or going home. Logan could still hear the music from downstairs, but he'd learned how to sleep through it a long time ago. Finn was still in the house somewhere. Logan pulled off his sweaty shirt, his necklace bouncing cold against his chest, and went into the bathroom to splash cold water on his face and brush his teeth. He rinsed his mouth out twice and pushed wet hands through his hair. He was hot and upset, and he couldn't decide if he wanted Finn to appear or not. He didn't have long to worry over it. He flicked the bathroom light off, and there was Finn, closing the door behind him. They stared at each other. I thought I should probably sleep, Finn said. Got a bit of a drive tomorrow. He took his sunglasses from where they were folded into his shirt and set them on Logan's dresser, along with his hat. He towed off his navy blue vans and then stood there, unsure of what to do. Logan picked up the t-shirt he had discarded earlier and threw it into his hamper without a word. His shorts he left on the floor to be worn again tomorrow. Pardon. He mumbled, maybe one of the four phrases Finn knew in French. And Finn all but jumped out of the way so that Logan could get his plaid pajama bottoms from his dresser. He thought he heard Finn sigh as he walked into the bathroom, not bothering to close the door as he used the toilet. Logan ran his hands over his ribs and neck trying to calm himself down before crawling into the far side of his bed by the wall and moonlit window leaving Finn what room was left which wasn't much. Logan had had a few girls stay over, and it was always a tight fit. He could only imagine what it was going to be like to have two hockey players, all six feet of Finn, in bed with him. I'm using your toothbrush. I packed mine, Finn said from the bathroom. Fine, Logan replied. They'd done it enough times on roadies. One of them was always forgetting something. Toothbrush, underwear, phone charger. Finally, Finn flicked the light off and came to the edge of the bed. He looked down at Logan for a minute. Logan could feel his eyes on him, but he kept his toward the ceiling. Finn sighed and reached behind his head to pull his t-shirt off. He unbuttoned his jean shorts next, kicking them away. He left his socks on. Logan watched the muscles in his chest from the corner of his eye. Finn pushed the covers back and slid in. Instantly the bed was warmer, verging on too warm in the June heat, but Logan kept very still. After what felt like an hour of both of them lying there stiffly on their backs, Finn let out a sigh and pushed himself up onto one elbow, leaning over Logan. Logan kept his eyes toward the ceiling and the stripes of moonlight. He could guess how Finn looked in the moonlight, all pale skin and sharp lines. He didn't know what would happen if he actually looked. I'm not leaving tomorrow with you mad at me, Finn said softly. Logan felt his chest tighten at the words. His throat felt very suddenly tight with tears, surprising him. He blinked hard and turned on his side, back towards Finn. It was another few moments before he thought he could speak. Even when he did, the words came out thick. Guess I'll have to stay mad at you then. Finn sucked in a breath. Whether it was at Logan's meaning or the sound, Logan didn't know. Finn was quiet, but then Logan felt his hand on the bare skin of his back thumb rubbing over his spine. Oh. 
Logan squeezed his eyes shut. Trems, come on, look at me. Logan. No, to door. Logan rasped. Door? Finn's hand pressed against his shoulder. Don't speak French. I can't... Go to sleep. But Logan's voice broke, giving him away. He cursed, turning his nose into the pillow. Go to sleep, go to sleep. Logan! Je ne veux pas parler. Logan began, voice hitching up at the end. His cheeks burned, his head hurt. If he talked about it, it was real. Finn groaned, and then suddenly Logan felt him throw a leg over his hips, his full weight settling over him for a moment as he wedged himself between the wall and Logan's body. Logan was too surprised to struggle for a moment, but before he could think about it, Finn's hand was wrapped around his necklace, the small fleur-de-lis, and it was like a tether. Logan couldn't find it in himself to look away. They were chest to chest, skin to skin, and their heads were on the same pillow. Finn's face dropped in surprise. Don't, Logan said, wedging a hand between them to wipe at his face angrily. Don't, Finn. But Finn caught Logan's hand around the wrist. No, I want... I need to talk about... Finn cut off, though. Logan knew what they were both thinking. That kiss, almost a year ago now. More than a kiss. Logan still thought about it. Too much. How Finn had felt in his hand. The feeling of Finn kissing him back, holding him close. No. Logan said. You don't. Yes. Finn argued. Why? Logan said, voice hushed. You're leaving. You're going to the NHL. Name one player who's whatever you are, whatever, whatever we are. Logan wasn't quite sure. He liked girls. He liked boys. He liked Finn. He'd burn worlds for Finn. But Finn was leaving. And it wasn't up to Logan whether he could follow or not. You can't, Logan said. Because there aren't any. Maybe I could be the first, Finn said. You want that? Logan fired back. No one will give a shit about how you play. Maybe it'll be too much for the organization. No one will want you because you're too much trouble. We've both heard the things said on the ice, in the stands, the slurs. Imagine how bad it would be if it was actually true. That seemed to make Finn think twice. Logan had let it spew out of him all of the horrors that kept him up at night. He expected Finn to pull away. He waited for him to pull away. Instead, Finn made a sad, low sound in his throat and pushed their foreheads together. Logan let out a shuddering breath and let Finn slide their hands together. His heart pounded and he could feel Finn breathing against his chest. Well, I'm not there yet, Finn said. I'm still here, with you. Logan's hands were shaking and he knew Finn could feel because Finn squeezed his fingers. Lo, please. I'm going to be all alone with no one I know. I'm going to- Finn gave his head a little shake, pushing harder against Logan like he did after a goal on the ice. I'm going to miss the hell out of you, okay? I already do. Logan's breathing hitched again, tears hot in the corner of his eyes, and he leaned forward and kissed Finn. He brought his other hand up to clutch desperately around his back, nails digging in. Finn kissed back hard, licking into Logan's mouth like he needed it. His hand wandered down to Logan's lower back, ending in a press to his thighs. Logan took the hint and wrapped his leg around Finn's heel against Finn's calf. 
Finn pressed a hand to Logan's cheek, thumb wiping any wetness away, and Logan clutched harder to him. He was trying to remember and trying to forget at the same time. The music had finally stopped downstairs, and neither of them noticed. Logan woke up to quiet. The sun had replaced the moon, and it was bright. Too happy. He looked over at Finn, who was on his stomach, sleeping with his face mashed in the pillow and full lips parted. He had one hand curled around Logan's bicep lightly, holding on. Logan could barely stand it. Logan looked at Finn again on the side of the road. Finn was wearing the same shirt as yesterday, stain and all. The same shorts, the same hat, the same shoes. He wore a different expression. His eyes were sad, conflicted. Logan wanted to make it easy for him. He wanted him to go and live his dream. He put his hands into his pockets and smiled, a half-smile. Don't forget me. Please, please, please. Finn sighed like he always did. I can't understand you. Good. Logan looked down, then back again. Call me when you get there. Send me a picture of Gryffindor. Logan took a deep breath and smiled. Meet a nice girl. Finn's expression cracked. His lip even quivered just for a moment. Low. Call me when you get there. I want to hear everything. This is your dream. Logan said and turned away from the curb. If Finn spoke, Logan would get into the car with him. He made it inside, he made it up to the stairs and into his room, before he pressed a hand over his mouth, shaking. He leaned back against the door. Out of the window, he watched Finn drive away. He tried to remember and tried to forget at the same time.